This is Unclaimed Bands, Episode 1. Hey, music lovers. It's Amanda D. from Unclaimed Bands, here with our first ever podcast featuring the boys of Clashing Plaid. It's good to be the first. All right, I'm Anthony. I sing and play guitar. Kenny, bass, backing vocals. This is Steve on drums and vocals. Andy, guitars. Awesome. Well, thanks for having us. We definitely appreciate it. I'm actually holding your new CD, Penny Collection, in my hands. It's getting (laughs) hot. It's getting hot. Excellent. Which I, you know, word on the street is you can find this on iTunes, CD Baby, and at shows. Absolutely. That's why it's important that we're doing the interview for the internet. This is the first one you can get on iTunes and CD Baby. So I really feel like we're out in the world now, as opposed to walking around with a box of CDs and trying to sell them at your shows. You can buy them at the shows. You can buy them on iTunes. It's very exciting. And put yourself right in next to The Clash on your iPod. It's very exciting. Dredge and... Between The the Clash and Clutch, you put us in there. So it's very... uh, It really should be on a lot of different places. You can get it. Amazon. It'll be be on soon. It just takes a little time. Type in in wherever you can. And and it should be everywhere, but it's definitely on iTunes. At some point, anywhere you go, you get your music. It should be there. Sounds awesome. So, Definitely looking forward yep. to that. So, guys, how did you come up with the name Penny Collection? Um, well, the Penny Collection, the name for the record, is just the song. And quite honestly, it's called Penny Collection because we had really kick-ass artwork from the Penny Collection single, so we called it Penny Collection, right. really. The, yes. song is, the song was way before anyone thought it would be the name for the record, but uh, we just had this great album cover that we used, so it was, it was done. How many records have you had previously? Uh, well, I only count. I only count the ones with Kenny. So we'll say like we'll say three, three with Kenny. Or well, this would be three. No. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it three. Would be, this uh, is the third one with Kenny. This yeah. is the third one with all this four guys. So right. that's really good. Yeah. Nice. So, so you so. definitely found a lineup that's, that's on, worked for you. That's what's on. If you go to clashingplaid.com, that's right, clashingplaid.com. All of play it loud. All of mix and match, and a couple songs from Get Plaid, are on for free download and the Christmas song All I Got for Christmas is Drunk is free on clashingplaid.com for download. Awesome, nice. So um, let's talk about the new album more in depthly. What was the process in writing it? It's not really a process to write write it. You wait till like for us, we wait till we have eight or nine more songs we want. Like we had Play It Loud, which we loved and still love. So then you go along and you just keep writing tunes. And it's two years later, and you say, well, wow, look at all these new songs we have that we like. Let's go record them. So basically, that's what we did. I mean, we had we started writing songs like Penny Collection, Remote Control Betty, She Loves Fire. Then you go back, and you got a couple ones that were kind of laying around that we didn't use, like Rats and Loudbox. And you're up to nine. Yeah. So the songwriting and the inspiration is just ever-flowing. How has um, how that developed from album to album? It's, I don't really think, it, we write, our band is the same kind of band all the time. We play the same kind mm-hmm. of music, and we write songs in the same thing. I we're not trying to, this interview. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, not trying to, we're not trying to change. We're not trying to make it, we're not trying to make the new album any different than the last album. It's just nine more plaid tunes. And the point is, if you put the CD out and everybody hears it and everybody knows the songs, like all the songs that people like at the shows... Are the songs that they know? Thirty-one of those days. Wait for the record. Pretty things. All those. Well, you got to get the new ones in their hands. You got to be able to listen to it and hear it. The more you hear it, 
then when you come to the shows, you know the songs. We don't. I don't think we're really trying to. We're not trying to change. We're not. No, we're, <laughs> we're not, not trying to change. We're not reinventing anybody's that's wheel. That's right. But that's really the long and short of it is you're nothing until you have the CD. Right. Because people wouldn't come to your show, and that's with we we did play it loud probably for three years and still love it and love it. It's it was just like we say. All right, now it's time for a new CD. But until you can give someone a CD that they can take home and listen to, then you're just. I mean, I saying is really you're nothing until you have your CD because people can't band. go home. Right. right. You're just. No one, you can't retain all that with live, you know, original bands. Everyone like to think, oh, you're going to go home and blah, 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 blah. It's really all about the CD. And a couple of those songs, like Loud Boxes on this one, would have probably been on the CD between Mix and Match and Play It Loud. It was, it's been around a while, and we're like, oh, by the time we got to record it, well, I'm kind of tired of playing Loud Box, but everybody wants to hear it, so we put it on as it came out great. And then a bunch of new songs, and it really is. Like, we're not a band that writes 10 songs and then right. plays them out. We play them out for a year before right. they get recorded. So you like you're not really getting in there going, well, how about if I change this part? There's not a lot of that. They're done songs, and then we just go record them. Well, that's we're in a awesome. hurry. Yeah, there, there's no. We're not like the label's right. not beating our door now for a new record. But really, the truth is, it's better to do it that way yeah. anyway. If you write ten songs, you really should go play three or four gigs before you record them, because they really be for our kind of band and the kind of music that we play. The songs become the songs when we play them live. Very true. Because if you record them six months later, you're going to go, oh, it just doesn't have what we need. You know, play it like that anymore. Right. Right. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. On the subject of live shows, any crazy, funny live show stories for us? Is it too hot for TV? No, I don't, I don't know. Or is this podcasting, so too hot for the audio? Nothing's, I wouldn't say anything's crazy. We just do what we do. Good. Yeah, it's just good, you know? It's all good. Favorite shows? It's usually getting there that is the adventure. Yeah, usually getting there is the adventure. <laughs> Isn't that What's the story there? of life? Yeah, yeah, no. The, get, the getting there is the crazy part. Once you're there, it's all good. It's Actually, hurry up and get there and then wait around to play. I would say favorite shows, like this whole last couple of years, and I know we'll get to this, like the scene, but it seems like, I mean, people are coming to see Clashing Plaid. That's great. That's all I really care about. And they're all fun. And we, you know, we have our scene of bands and friends that come out, like other bands that are cool. I like the ones where people get up and jam with us. That's that's really the, like musician wise. Hey, dude, you know this? Like, uh, uh, people that have shown up and actually know Clashing Plaid songs. Like, if you can hand someone a guitar and they know the solo on someone out of line, that's yeah. that's really the be all for me. Like, the people are listening to it at home. That's cool. You know, you guys keep talking about your songs. You're making me itch over here with this CD. So I'm actually going to pop it in and let's hear a track. Let's experience this. Excellent. Awesome. Excellent.
Cause you're looking good, yeah, you're looking good You make me feel a whole lot better Like I knew you would, oh yeah Just wanna tell you that I love you so I'm sure you know, yeah, I'm sure you know Come on, the turning on the lights And it's time to go, oh yeah I see those faces All the pretty faces in my candy collection, whoa good so i noticed that um at your shows you sometimes perform covers which you don't put on the cd unlike a lot of bands out there now so can you tell us a little bit about why you perform those covers i would say the best thing to do for any band is it's first of all it's fun second of all people know the songs they like to play what they know and it actually stretches you out a little bit to play it gets you out of your own little box to play a bunch of songs and we've been playing together forever so it's like I mean, Springsteen's band can play four hours of covers, and they're great at them. It only makes you better. I know, I think for people who don't know who we are, if suddenly they're playing, we're playing a song that they know, they're getting into it, then they're paying attention to us, then they like the next song, which is one of ours. The good thing is when they don't know the difference, which happens yeah, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, why don't you, you know, guys you play, play some originals? You well, play we are. You prison blues, and then they keep dancing into the next song. They don't realize, right. you know what I mean? You right. keep them going. We play covers at every show, really, and the reason we do it is because... You have to. I think you have to do something that holds people. When I go to a show, halfway through the set, I want to see what they know. I want to see what they can do. And if you see us, and you see us play in the context of a song that you already know, like Folsom, everybody knows it, or a Social D song, everybody who's coming to see us knows them. So you see us doing those songs and how we do them and how uh, live, you know, everybody's going for it. It kind of it kind of gives you a, a sense of what we are if you don't know the cover, if you don't know the originals. 
So we do them all the time, and we really do them because we like them. Like Ant said, Springsteen bands can play for four hours doing covers. We can play damn near four hours doing covers, too. I mean, we really could. We know that many songs. And it is cool for people, if you're the, the dude at the end of the bar, oh, can you guys play... I'll just say, I mean, the other night he says, can you play some Skinner? Well, we've never actually played it together, but right. yeah, you can fake yeah. through it. Everyone leaves happy. I mean, that's really, number one, is to entertain the people that are there. Yep. One show we were playing, we didn't even know this couple, and they are like, hey, you know any Ramones? Boom, Blitzkrieg Bob, just like that. Right. Yeah, you want to be able to do that. You know? Just It's just entertaining people. That's what, I mean, you know. Wouldn't it have been cool, like, if you go to the Spectrum and see Kiss and someone out, you know, yell out Ramones, and they would do it? That would be awesome, right? Yep. A little, diff a little different every time. Like, you can't just be, I have 12 songs, and I can play my 12 songs. I mean, we're a band that play a million songs. Rather than, you know, you see bands, and they know 12 songs. Well, it's awesome that you guys like to entertain. It definitely seems like a band goal. Can you tell me about other band goals? This CD, to get the CD out, is, I mean, we're on the Internet. And that, it's a big thing. Like, that's basically the whole thing. You don't need a label. You're as available as Aerosmith and whoever. It's just Arctic a matter of people have to hear it. What's that? <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. Just... Arctic Monkeys are out there. Anybody, that's really all it is. Is now, now you're out there on the Internet for the earth to get. You don't, they, don't, they can sort of find you. And that's a big goal. For, I mean, that's the thing this year where you go, well, it's, yeah, it's one new level up. That now it's just up to us. I mean, you know, then you make those whatever just on the, on the smallest level. Take the postcards out and give them to people. And then it only can go from there. I mean, it's, it's available. Everybody buys their music online now. Right. So the point is, you know, the last CD, you know, Play It Loud, we would have had way more physical copies of it that you would take to gigs that you would try to sell. So we still have enough of that, but everybody buys their music online. So you should be where they're buying it. And so you... Promote it as much as you can to get everybody there, and some people are going to stumble on it too. I mean, you got to put it out on the corner where people can stumble over it too, you know, and find it. Get it out there for as many people to hear as possible, and it's not really that hard to do. Like, you know, Anthony said, it's like any other band. The way the music scene is now with the record companies and being signed or not being signed, you don't have to be signed. You can put your stuff out there, and it's as far as you can get, as far as you can throw it. So we're just throwing it as far as we can. So the technology and do-it-yourself ethic is definitely part of the strategy of Plaid. Absolutely. 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 Well, it's really fascinating. I mean, that's the thing. It started with, I mean, I would say, like, MySpace, all those computer things, it's all out there. And you're as presentable. You're as presented as anybody else. Like, I always say, your MySpace looks the same as Aerosmith's MySpace. It's not like, you know, back in the day when you'd have a cassette tape and they'd have the bin at, you know, Walmart. And you, well, I have my tape. You're absolutely on the same footing. It's really only about whether your song is good. And we're a do-it-yourself band or get Matt to do it for you. Right. <laughs> right. Either we do it ourselves or my brother Matt, who does a lot of All stuff for us. Yeah. Anything does. that looks good, he did. Everything else, we did. The family of Plaid. Exactly. Right. I like right. that. Well, speaking of family, can you give me some thoughts about the Philly music scene and the development of it over the years and your thoughts on the current status of it? Does anyone want to go for me, or just I can spout? Well, you know, I was thinking about it when you were talking about before. I'm in four bands right now, so if I say anything right. bad, I'm you're part of the scene. I'll probably accidentally rip my own band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the important thing is, is that everybody's out there. I mean, the people who are on the scene, it's a good scene. Look, if you go down to the L bar on the right night, everybody's there. Everybody's having a good time. There's four bands playing. 
you know, there's a scene. So if you show up, there's a scene. If you don't show up, you don't know there's a scene. And that's the difference. I mean, you got to be there. you got to go. And there's plenty of good bands out there. I mean, I think one of the good things is about a lot of the bands in the Jersey scene and the Philly scene, all the bands we know and a lot of the bands we play with, I'm not going to start running through names because then we'll forget one, but the whole point is that everybody's friends. Everybody plays shows together. There's not really a whole lot of, like, weird competition. You have a couple, There's a couple bands out there that you can get some weird rock star attitude from. But for the most part, everybody's friends. Everybody wants to do a good show. Everybody wants to stand in front for you. You stand in front for them. Everybody's friends likes everybody else. That's a scene. And if people are whining about it, well, it's because they're not there. you got to be there. That's right. I agree. That's a big thing. And for us, I mean, I think the last year or so, the only ones I will say, and you can't name all your friends' bands, but Mike from Helen of the L., who promotes everybody yep. and has really helped us out. Like in Philadelphia has, you know, uh, when we started, and he said to me the other, last time we saw us, I says, wow, a year ago, you, no one came to see you. Now the room's full of people. He, we played to sometimes half full, whatever, and he kept booking us because he liked us and he's been great. And that's real. that is all it is, is a scene. I mean, it's perception. If you get there and know 10 people, then you're part of that scene. That's all it is. And everybody helps each other out. But you mentioned before about favorite shows. Definitely those Elbar shows kind of stick out in my head a little. Always a good time there. Yep, I agree. Have well, you... cool, I'm sorry, but I mean, the cool, like you said, Mikey Hell, he books bands that he likes. So you start getting <clears> in there, and he keeps bringing bands in that he likes, and now there's a scene of everybody's, there's that camaraderie of everybody, you know, these are all bands that, and they're not all, they don't all sound the same, you know, it's different kind of bands, but... I don't know. I actually think this is, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, my little window of scene is great right now. And it really only is. And we've said this for years. If you go on our website, on classicplay.com for years, it said, the scene is wherever you are. And that's really the point. Because even just Philadelphia itself, there's billions of scenes. But as long as you get somewhere and know you people. always like to go out and make a scene. Right. <laughs> I, like, I like to make a scene. So I think that's very, I think good. It's very good right now. You guys are one of the biggest and best punk bands in Philly. Have you guys played in other cities or are interested in playing in other cities? We've been to Altoona, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Delaware. Yeah. What's that experience like opposed to playing in Philly? I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was great. They, uh, I thought they were real cool. That was great. Baltimore was getting a little rowdy. Yeah, was good. Baltimore, Baltimore was great, yeah. and then they kicked all the yeah. rowdy kids out. Baltimore yeah. was great, and they kicked <laughs> the rowdy kids <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't really I, consider I us a punk band, as, but I but, would love to do as much of that as we could. I mean, the more of that you can do, the yeah. farther out there you can get, the better. I mean, I do remember, like Kenny said, we went to Altoona, and a guy shows up and starts talking to us, like the local radio DJ, and he plays "All I Got for Christmas Was Drunk." We would have never known that. Yeah, no one would know that. We would never have known right. that. You know what I mean? So there it is. Somebody's playing it. And I don't really need to know, but it's nice to know. You know what I mean? It's like, so I mean, I'd love to go play as far as we can, but it's it's the same thing. You have to, it's just like making the CDs. It's just like. And really the ride is half the fun. Right. I mean, anywhere. That's why you go places. The ride is fun. Getting a roast beef at Roy Rogers. Roast, roast beef are good. Breaking down my sandwich. <laughs> So I know Anthony does a lot of the vocals, but the rest of you do the vocals as well. And Kenny, can you talk about some of the vocals on the new CD that you contributed to? All, every, all the vocals are great. I mean, I sing one song, and, you know, that's what it is. I sing one song, Ant's the greatest, and 
All the back. Well, this is the this yeah. is the first CD that anyone sang lead on, and Kenny does a great job on his lead vocal. Definitely which is the first. This is the first of any Clash and Platt of any band I've ever been in where someone else comes up and sings lead, which is great. Yep. And he's great on that. So why don't we play "Saying I Love You"? This CD's on fire, no problem. All right, put it in. Track four on the record. So let's talk about your inspiration and influences musically. The Magna Carta. Yeah. <laughs> well, one. actually, no, it's fun. I, I, have, I was thinking about this today. The one influence I would like to say, because he's on our MySpace, is Rob Barsky and Future Music, who we've all, who's really helped us out. Like, I was thinking about this today, and this goes way back with me, but was the first guy that said to me as a singer, you got to write songs about things. What's your song about? And suddenly Alley Cat City didn't hold the same weight 
uh, it's a big deal that I, I want to put this on now. It's on the it's internet. On, and and future music, there are in our MySpace friends. They're all over. You know, he's got a lot of stuff on the internet. Futuremusic.com. Uh, it's real easy to say. I listen to, and, 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 but but it's a big deal for me to say on the internet because Rob was big on uh, getting it out there to the world. The idea that your music could be out for the world, and that was um, it was very. Uh, he really helped us out a lot in the early days. Very inspirational to me. My other First influence. Yeah, we did, yeah, we did recordings at his house in the yeah. early days. Was just the most positive about music, like music, really meaning what it like, ah, oh, like your soul, you know, not just uh, rock and roll, dude. He really got that whole thing. So that's a big one for me. Rob Barsky, Future Music. They're on our MySpace friends or FutureMusic.com. Can you each tell me your favorite Clash and Flat song? I currently have a favorite, probably Remote Control Betty. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, my current hit single. Got to kind of hear it every day myself on my own CD, driving to the post office or wherever. And I haven't gotten burned out on our own tune yet. Yeah, so right. that's it's <laughs> always a plus. Yeah. I mean, I don't say all of them, but I would say there's a, a, a pretty good amount of them that... Oh, yeah, and it starts out with cool drums, too. Right. Okay. <laughs> the, the drums on Betty are awesome. Yeah, yeah. The drums on Betty are awesome. There's too many to go through them all. I mean, I like lots of them. Ghost on Main Street for me sticks out. Why is that? It's just a great song. And, uh, and that actually the story, the story of how we, how they brought it into practice and we just took it up, completed it. It's great. Which is actually another reason if you go to the, you download the new CD, Ghost on Main Street, it actually is a couple years old. It's not a new... It was originally on the Mix and Match album. This is the year. Now, to put it on the Internet, uh, there's nine new songs on Penny Collection, then Pretty Things and Waiting for the Record, which are on Play It Loud. Well, that's the point. Unless you have the physical copy of Play It Loud, you don't have Pretty Things. Pretty Things is everybody's second favorite song. If they come out, they say, I like 31 of those days, but I like Pretty Things. I like Loudbox, but I like Pretty Things. Um, so we were like, well, we have to sort of put that on the record to download. And then and then Emotional Wreck is another one. It's, we've had it for years, but, oh, when are you putting that on a record? Well, it's been on a record for years. But you, the, the, inter, the Internet, for some of those, like Ghost on Main Street is an older song, but now it's new to someone who has an iPod. So that's... And my favorite, I think, on the new record is either Penny Collection or Betty or I like Long Walk Home. I pretty much like all of them. You depending know, on the day. Long Walk Home is one, and I'm just picking it because it's on the new CD, and also the recording of it. I like to, when we record, I like doing different kind of stuff. You know, you like to try to, like, mix it up when you record, when you have the time. On the last one, we had a song called Disconnect. We did a whole percussion bit at the end. Remember that? Yep. We had this whole different, kind of, with all these different kind of percussion bits and, a, and an acoustic guitar, a yingling bottle, right? So, like, I like doing that kind of stuff, but uh, Long Walk Home is another one, like, where Amp had the lyrics, and right away, I knew what that one was going to be. We could play that one on an acoustic guitar. It's basically like a country Mike Ness kind of thing, and we very rarely ever played it live. And then, so so when you go in to record it, it's kind of like an empty canvas. You can do whatever you want with it. So it's a lot of acoustic guitars. It's you know, it's there's no Les Paul on it. You know, there's strats and there's organs and so I mean, from the recording standpoint, that one is really cool because it was kind of like another plateau as far as recording. Not to say that it's you know, so whatever, but I mean, for me, it was kind of like a sense of accomplishment. But I like all the songs. But as far as accomplishing like a new kind of plateau of recording, throwing in different things, Long Walk Home is definitely a good one. 
And it's just a great song. Anyway, now, I just want to take a moment, too, that you just want, you're talking about the recording, and uh, I really do love the way the new record sounds. And I think John Fache from Sweet Creek uh, Studios. Yeah, Sweet, Sweet Creek. Hotsville, Pennsylvania. Hotsville represent. Yeah. Sweet Creek Studios, also on our MySpace friends. Pennsylvania. Yep. Great, great, relaxed studio. Good big room. Yep. Recommend you all record there. Yeah, this is like the third thing we did there. Yeah. Well, so that's we another that, that yeah, He's great. That's true. I mean, John really is cool. He, he knows what we're going for. And he's, I mean, as far as technically, the guy's a genius. I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing in that studio. But then from the artistic side, he knows what you're going for. He's not pushing you in a different direction. He's helping you get to the direction you want to be in. And, I mean, I don't know. We've been recording with him, like, yeah, the last three things we did, and every time it's great. I mean, it's like he's awesome to work with, so that makes a big difference, too. And the room sounds phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, when you put drums in there, I mean, it sounds unbelievable. So definitely. And when that's all done, you get the killer artwork and that board. Yeah, and that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a real comfortable couch if you've all fallen asleep on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, true. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview with us. Well, thanks for Thank you. Thank you. No Thank you. Any final thoughts or advice for maybe a 12-year-old sitting in their room listening to this wanting to become a musician? Practice, yeah. practice. Put away guitar hero and pick up a real guitar or drums or whatever you like. That seems, you know, a lot of people are playing guitar hero and not a real instrument these days. That'd be the... Just play because you love it. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, that's what you do. It's music. I mean... Passion's the most important part. Yeah. Play live, though. Everybody's a superstar on the couch or on the edge of their bed. Go out and play live. You know, your song's real great, but you know what? You've got to go play live and get in front of people. doesn't matter how many people. you got to get in a band and go play live. That's the way you learn. That's the way you get better. That's how the way you get everything. Play live. Play, play, play. And buy our CD on iTunes. <laughs> CD, baby. CD, baby. All, right. All the 12-year-old kids. Penny Collection is now available on iTunes, CD, baby. And please come out and check out a show. Absolutely. Thank you. My name is Amanda D. from Unclaimed Bands. And this is the official podcast. Have a good night. Yes. Have a good night. That was great.